there, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet, but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey there beautiful souls and welcome to episode three of the Ignite Your Intuition podcast series. This is an episode I've been so excited to record because this for me was yet another experience that really illustrated to me that everything I was searching for was within me and that I could do everything I thought I couldn't do in terms of reading energy and tuning into my own intuition. Um, Before we get to that, I just wanted to share with you a couple of my intentions for this podcast Uh, which I have shared with you in episode one or two, but there's just so many of them. I wanted to spread them out um, over a few episodes. So basically one of them is to remind you that all the answers you are seeking are within you. And this is something that um, I did a lot of, was basically hand my power away to other people and feel like I had to get my answers from someone else. But through my intuitive journey, I've really learned in a big way and in many areas of my life to take my power back and that everything that I'm searching for is within me, which is really something that the tool I'm going to teach you today will support you with and, and also help to illustrate to you that this is true. Um, another intention is also basically to give you t- permission to look within. Um, and the reason I think this is so powerful is because I personally have experienced it through listening to other people's spiritual awakening stories and reading about other people's intuitive stories. And I've just found it really, really empowering to have these questions or these experiences myself and think they're maybe a little bit strange or that no one else is having them. And then to read or to hear that someone else is having them just kind of gave me this deeper understanding for myself. And it's something that I believe we're all searching for is just to be understood So this tool will also help you understand yourself at that deeper level as well and hopefully give you permission to look within for whatever it is that you're searching for. And the third intention that I want to share with you today um, is that basically I want to offer you guys some basic tools to helping you tune back in. It can be a bit of an elusive kind of airy-fairy, even ungrounded sort of world, the intuitive world. And that's how I always felt it was. Um, So yeah, my, my intention is that with these grounding tools, that it will help you to be able to feel and sense your intuition in much more of a palpable way so that you can get more of a deeper understanding of your soul's calling, of what it is that you want to know and, and being able to look for that within you. Okay, so getting to today's episode. So with um, with my intuitive journey, as I started to question and, and ask more um, about how intuition worked after I had my intuitive awakening with my son, after I gave birth to him, I started to really question more and more and more as well because I had a lot of experiences during pregnancy and during his birth, which I'm sure I'll share at some stage. But basically, um, 
the personal experience I shared with you in episode one and two were incredibly profound ones that really changed the way I'd always dismissed my intuition. They were basically the catalyst for me getting really curious about my intuition and exploring my inner world. And when I first learned this tool that I'm going to take you through today, I wasn't aware of it being so strongly linked to my intuition. It was just over time that I realized that, oh my gosh, this tool is is like this fast track gateway to my intuition. It's really allowing me to tune into that space, which was pretty exciting for me considering I doubted it and I was scared of it pretty much my whole life. So for me, your intuition is a remembering and it's basically about allowing it to be uncovered and rediscovered. It's about peeling back all those layers of fear, all the emotions that we're holding onto that are blocking us from getting this, this clear passageway to our intuition and to our soul and our higher self. And also our intuition is a constant choice we make. It's not as simple as choosing to be intuitive and that's it. Because basically our intuition will often challenge our logical thoughts. It will often be off track to what we've been thinking or to the path that we have been heading down. So yeah, this tool is really great for helping give you sort of some concrete answers by really feeling into those answers within your body and getting a physical movement to help give you a second opinion for that. So essentially, I'm going to take you through a tool. It's called muscle testing. And this episode is... Um, number one in four episodes in a series and each of those four episodes represent each of the four steps that I, um, I use to ignite my intuition and also to deepen it and to strengthen that connection and to return to it, to trust more as well. So these four steps to ignite your intuition, which you can actually download, there's a PDF in the free resources section of my website. I'll pop the link in the show notes. And basically, I'm going to take you through step one today, which is acknowledge, which could also be seen as acceptance or awareness. And initially acknowledge is simply about acknowledging that you are intuitive. Now, if you've been on this this path for a while, you've been playing with your intuition and you've been playing with energy, it could simply be acknowledging where you're at. So acknowledging how you sense intuition, acknowledging how you receive wisdom, acknowledging where you're at in your journey. But if you're very new to this, step one will be acknowledging that you are intuitive. And this tool is just going to really help to back you up with that and just give you this beautiful space in which you can play more with your intuition and really start to feel it and trust more in it as well. So if you are seeking a second opinion or some clarity from your soul, this is the practice for you. And whether you are new to the world of intuition or you're a seasoned intuitive and you may be calling in a little bit more trust, this is a tool to get you sorted. Because sometimes even if we've been on this path for quite a while, we may have something that throws us off or we maybe hit like a dark night of the soul experience and we struggle to trust in that intuition, that energy world again. It might just mean that you need to just take a step back and come back to this super, super, super simple technique to regain your trust. So it doesn't matter where you are in, long, in your journey, whether you're new or you've been practicing for a while, this is a tool that you can always come back to, um, yeah, along your journey. So let's get to it. I'm going to teach you guys today in a standing position. So I'm going to talk you through the standing Um, technique. You can do muscle testing in many different ways. You can use two fingers, you can do it in sitting. I'm going to talk you through the standing because it is one of the most 
um, powerful ways to do it. But if you were listening to this and you are sitting somewhere, just make sure you're sitting up nice and tall. To do it in sitting, you do need to be a bit more in tune with your body. So maybe even pause this, take a few deep breaths and just feel your body where you're sitting. You want to try and move your back away from um, the back of the seat if you can. So move forward a little bit just so you've got a bit of space behind you. But I'm going to talk through it in, yeah, in standing for you today. So essentially you want to stand with your feet hip distance apart and center yourself. So taking a couple of nice big deep breaths. And a couple of nice long exhales. And even making sure you're hydrated as well. So if you haven't had any water this morning, you can push pause, grab a sip of water. That can help you um, become grounded and centered as well. So standing with your feet hip distance apart, what we're essentially looking for is a movement in our body. So we're going to start with saying a truth. So the e one of the easiest things to do is say what your name is because you know what your name is. Your energy knows what your name is. So when I stand and I do this and I say, my name is Steph, I get a forward movement. Even as I'm sitting here doing this now, recording this, I, when I say my name is Steph, I get a forward movement. So you can actually say this out louder in your head. If you're, say, sitting on public transport or you're sitting somewhere where you don't want to necessarily sit there and say, my name is, you can actually say it in your head. Just make sure your, your mind is quite clear because we can sabotage, which I'll go into a little bit later in the troubleshooting. So you want to essentially say my name is and then add your name onto the end of that sentence and just see if you get some sort of movement. Now, not everyone gets a palpable movement. Some people will get pulled forward, like you'll physically feel your body pull forward. You might, if you're not feeling that, you might need to just close your eyes and then just tune into the sensation within your body. Sometimes when you first start this, it will be more of a subtle pull from inside it won't be so much of a physical movement but the more you practice this the stronger it gets and you will get to the stage where you are getting physical movements and you're moving backwards and forwards so we want to start by moving forwards on our name now if you're doing this and you're saying what your name is and you know you're saying the right name and you're going backwards or side to side it just means that your energy is a little bit scattered and now our energy changes moment to moment during the day, depending on how hydrated we are, how much we have or haven't been moving, the thoughts within our mind, the energy of the people in the environment we've been around, if we've been rushing to get ready to get somewhere, all these things affect our energy moment to moment during the day. So our energy changes quite regularly during the day. So there is something that you can do to unscramble that and to kind of balance out the energy within your brain and your mind it's called a cross curl and it's essentially tapping the opposite knee. So you take your right hand and you tap your left knee and then you take your left hand and you tap your right knee. And the best way to do this is in standing, almost like you're marching. So you lift, do lift your knees quite high as you're topping the opposite, as you're tapping the opposite knee, sorry, with your hand. You can, however, do it in sitting. But if, the, if you're in a space where you're able to, stand up and tap the opposite knee and do it about 10 times on each side while you're taking a few nice big deep breaths. This just realigns your energy. And then you can go back into that standing position, feet hip distance apart, and then try it again. And hopefully this time you're moving forward. 
Now there is a side note here. I've taught this many, many, many times and I found there's about one in 100 people who are the reverse. No matter how many times we try to clear their energy, they still go backwards when they say their name. You'll know if this is you because you'll keep clearing it, you'll drink water, you'll take deep breaths, you'll do some meditation, you'll do that cross crawl activity where you're tapping your opposite knee and you'll still go backwards. And if that's you, that's okay. As long as you know which way you're moving for, for the truth and which way you're moving for saying something false, that's okay. So now um, we're going to test a false statement. So now I'll get you to say my name is and say someone else's name. So when I say my name is Beck, I get instantly, I get a, a movement when my body moves backwards. So now once you've got, you're moving forward, ideally with your name, now you can start by saying my name is and say someone else's name and just see what happens to your body and feel into that and let it, let it take you where it's taking you. So this is essentially giving us a nice base. Um, a nice base reading so that from now on, no matter what we say, we know basically what is a truth and what is a false. So moving forward will tell you the truth and moving backwards will tell you that it's false. Uh, you can set it up for a yes and no, which I will go into a little bit later on. Um, so yeah, I mentioned before that your mind and your thoughts can override this process. So Basically, just say you are standing there and you've got yourself set up for, for the truth and, and a false movement and you're going, okay, I want to decide whether it's in my highest good for me right now to eat an apple or a piece of chocolate. Um, now, we all know which one's healthier for us, but sometimes if you really, really, really want that chocolate and maybe you've had something emotional going on, so you feel like emotionally eating the chocolate. If you really, really want that chocolate, you will ask the question, for my highest good, is it in my best interest to eat this apple and you'll probably go backwards and then you do ask the same question for the chocolate and you'll probably go forwards. So it's really important to try and have a clear mind when you practice this. Um, and you will know when you're sabotaging because you will know if you're really honest with yourself, what the answer is before you even do the muscle testing. So if you're go, if you're sitting there with these two items and you're like, Oh, I really want the chocolate, but I'm going to test it anyway you'll know what the answer is going to be before you even do it. So this is a really nice tool and a nice practice too to really start to get even more honest with yourself, which sometimes can be a bit confronting depending on what it is, the topics and maybe the areas of life that you're muscle testing. But just give yourself a bit of space to sit with that and to, and to play with it and to you know, heal whatever's coming up. If you find it brings up things that feel a bit uncomfortable, give yourself time, maybe even stop doing the muscle testing Take a few deep breaths, feel what's coming up, let those emotions pass through you and then come back to it. So basically with this tool, like I mentioned before, the more you trust it, the stronger it will get. And what will also happen over time, which I found with myself and a lot of other people, is that the more you trust it and practice it, the more it builds trust in your intuition. So then you'll get to a stage where you actually rely on this less and you just start to trust your intuition. And you'll just start to know those answers because that the clarity of the channel to your soul and to your higher self is, is becoming more open and more connected and you are trusting it more. So you will find that you will begin to use it less. So at the moment, the way we've set this up, we've set this up for statements. So a statement would be, this apple will give me the energy that I want to feel right now. And so you'll move forwards or you'll move backwards. If you want to ask a question, if you wanted to ask will this apple give me the energy that I want to feel right now? You need to set your movements up for a yes and no. And it's super simple. All you have to do is just say to your body out louder in your head, show me a yes. 
and I get a forward movement for a yes. And then I just say, show me a no. And I get a backwards, backwards movement for a no. So now I can start asking questions. I can say, will this chocolate help me get the energy that I'm after right now? And I get a, a no movement. Or will this cup of tea sitting in front of me help me feel grounded like I wanted it to? And I get a forward, which is indicative of a yes. So you can set it up for that. So it does give you a bit more of a clear cut answer compared to if you are not asking a specific question, if you're just using statements. So I encourage you guys to just go and practice this and play with it and keep it super simple when you are playing with it, such as, you know, what foods to eat, maybe what clothes to wear. Maybe should I take an umbrella today if you're living in Melbourne and you don't know what the weather's going to be like. Start with really simple things before you start to ask big life-changing questions. So when you start with the simple things, it builds your trust because then once you once you start to honor what comes through and you put it into action, so say with that example with the chocolate and the apple, if I had ignored my intuition and eaten the chocolate, I probably wouldn't have felt that energized. I might have felt that energy boost and then I would have had that nice sugar low afterwards. Where if I'd trusted my intuition and I've gone and eaten the apple, I would have felt that um that more sustainable energy from that. So you will begin to trust it the more you place action on what comes through for you intuitively. And basically with this tool and with intuition, it is all inclusive. There is no question that is out of the realm and the scope of receiving an answer from this practice. So you can ask anything in any area of your life and you're essentially tuning into your soul. So you're you're tuning into that part of you that knows and wants the best for you. You know, sometimes our ego will throw us off track or it's too scared of trying new things or stepping out of our comfort zone. So it will throw fears at us. But when you really start to trust this intuitive process and this tool, you'll find that sometimes the answers and the information that you get coming through might not make sense to you logically. But when you start to place action on them, you will start to feel that that feels right for you. So just start to have a play with it. Um, if you are feeling confused with this process at all, and you're feeling like maybe you're forcing the movements and you're feeling a bit overwhelmed with it all, just stop, take a break, leave it for the moment, go away, do some exercise, have some water, do some meditation, make sure you're feeling grounded. Maybe you need to eat. Maybe you're hungry. Maybe have some, have some water. As I mentioned, take a few deep breaths and then come back to it and maybe try it with something simpler. So Take it down a notch and just start with really, really super simple questions and simple intentions to start with. Um, And I think that's all that I wanted to go through with that today. So, yeah, just start to have a play. Um, Oh, one last thing. You could also get super specific with this. So say you might be wanting to create a a daily ritual or daily practice for yourself in the morning. Say you've got three things that you're you're tossing up between and you just haven't started any of them because you just feel too overwhelmed doing all three. So they might be, one of them might be you want to go for a 10 minute walk. The other one might be 10 minute yoga practice. The other one might be a 10 minute meditation. So you can ask for my highest good, is it in my best interest in the morning for my 10 minutes to go for a walk and see what your body tells you goes backwards or forwards to do yoga. And once again, see where your body takes you or to do meditation and see where your body takes you. And then so just say you end up with meditation. So your your soul and your intuition are guiding you to do meditation in the morning. You can ask for how long it is best for you to do the meditation. So you could ask five minutes, 10 minutes, or more than 10 minutes. You can get specific and ask to the minute. You can also ask what time should I do this? So you can, you can get really specific with these, or you can just um, 
just know that it's meditation that you need to do in the morning and then just go for as long as you need to. So you can do it either way. You can get really, really specific with it or be a bit more generalized with it. So feel free to have a play with it all. And yeah, I would love to hear your experiences with this too. So feel free to leave a comment under this podcast recording or you can email me at info at stephdemetrius.com. Now, if you find that you're listening along to this and you're like, oh, I'm just so much more of a visual learner. I'm struggling just, just hearing it. I have two videos that I recorded a couple of years ago and they're in the free resources section of my website. So I'll also link to those as well. So these are two videos that take you through everything I've talked about today. The first video takes you through the muscle testing and the body moving backwards and forwards. And the second video is a bit more troubleshooting with the intuition um, with this tool. So yeah, if you are definitely more visual, go and check those out because you'll be able to watch along and you'll be able to see what the movements are. You'll be able to, yeah, just, just focus on that more visual aspect of the muscle testing. So I'm going to leave you guys with that today. It's a bit of a longer episode than normal. And next week's episode, I'll be diving into step two, which is creating space. So step two of the four steps to ignite your intuition and creating space is one of my favorite things to do. So I'm really excited to share with you all the ways in which you can create space to allow your intuition to get louder. So have a beautiful week and I will see you soon. Lots of love. Thank you so much for listening to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I look forward to continuing our journey together next episode. And remember to email me at info at if you have any questions about intuition that you would like answered or any topics you would like to hear more on. And if you're enjoying this podcast, feel free to share it with a friend and I would absolutely love it and I'd be so grateful if you feel called to write a five-star review on iTunes which allows more beautiful souls to find this podcast series. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.